Hello friend, I am Maria and welcome to the Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. This show is about spirituality, consciousness, and the inner workings of the universe at large. My partner Sergey uses hypnosis to bring me into a deep theta state where I get a chance to connect with my higher self. He then interviews me to uncover a wealth of knowledge about higher realms, celestial beings, and various energetic practices. Enjoy! I would like to talk to you about uh, the turquoise flame. Uh, could you please tell us about the turquoise flame and uh, its properties? All right, so the turquoise flame is also a higher dimensional flame. Uh, the turquoise flame is a flame of serenity. Uh, it is a flame of prosperity. It is a flame of, it has a very, very strong feminine aspect. So we could say on some level, turquoise flame is the flame of the divine feminine and higher feminine energies. Uh, it could also help you with removing obstacles. Um... It is a flame of being content with what you have. It is a flame of gratitude, feeling gratitude, being the vibrations of gratitude, emanating gratitude, attracting gratitude. Um, it is also a powerful mirror. It has very, so it has very cool water type energies and, and thus it is a very powerful reflection flame. So it could reflect to you uh, particular, particular aspects of yourself that need the most work if you're willing to let it. Hmm. Um, so it, it is a good flame to help uncover your blind spots that are in the way of your evolution as a soul, as a being. Um, so we could say that this is a mirror flame on some level. That's interesting. Uh, can we talk a little bit more about the mirror properties? Sure. Yeah, how, how does it work? So... Um, it is, it is a higher dimensional flame, so I wouldn't say that this is a very basic construct to understand. Mm -hmm. uh, but it is something that would help with self-reflection quite a bit. Um, if you remember our conversation around um, more subtle bodies... 
Uh, what I told you was that very often in our subtle bodies, specifically emotional and mental, we have certain constructs that get stuck on the surface of that body that are our blind spots. Right. Very often, these are very traumatic experience, experiences, either from your childhood or your past life or sometimes ancestral trauma that got stuck in, in that particular body that you carry around. But because it is stuck in the walls, quote unquote, and I, I use the word wall very loosely in here, mm-hmm. um, in the walls um, or the membrane of your emotional or mental body it is a blind spot so you cannot see it you really can see things that are either in your immediate vicinity within your emotional body or right outside of it it just it's just how the universe works right now the blind spots are the ones that are the hardest to heal because a particular soul can keep incarnating and a particular aspect of it would just keep being a blind spot like for instance say you know, you have a victim mentality, but you don't know that because you're, you know, the trauma that created that victim mentality could be stuck in your emotional body. And then all of a sudden you attract as a woman, for instance, you attract all of these tyrannical relationships. Like you have a father that used to beat you. You have a husband that, you know, always yells at you and, you know, you don't feel secure and you don't know why you keep attracting a particular kind of guy, but you just do. And the reason you do that is because, you know, you have that victim aspect stuck in the membrane of your emotional body. And that's just an example. But basically, you know, a lot of souls have things about them that they recognize and they know that that's a problem and then they have blind spots. So the turquoise flame is actually, it's an interesting flame because it would be, it would enable you to, if you learn how to work with it, it would enable you to shed light or it would shed, help shed light on the things that are your blind spots and things that are stuck in the membranes of your emotional and mental bodies. So it could help shed light either on your emotional trauma or your your belief system or a belief construct that doesn't particularly solve you that you didn't know was there. I see. It could also help heal your uh, belief system and your relationship with um, possessions. And I use the word possessions very lightly because it could be things like it could heal your relationship with money because that's the one thing that you need for true prosperity. And I'm just sorry, I'm going a little bit on tangent on what what else the turquoise, turquoise flame can do for you. And then we can go back to the uh, reflection exercise. Um, it could help heal your relationship with yourself through, uh, again, um, exposing things that you didn't know you didn't know. And then it could help heal your relationships with the outer universe. So, um, again, working with the reflective flame is not super easy just because it requires 
introspection, but it also requires being very, very, very attentive to what would happen after this meditation, right? Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, not everybody is willing to receive very specific visual or auditory guidance right during the meditation phase, right? Um, you you would tend to call that clairvoyance or clairaudience, and not everybody has that yet on this planet. However, it doesn't mean that once you allow the turquoise flame to work through you and work in your life, it doesn't mean that you're not going to be getting guidance. So it is paramount that you pay attention to the signs. So here's what you want to do. Um, you want to first connect to the turquoise flame. You want to let that into your universe, into your life, right? Um, so... One way of doing that, right, is just to stand under a waterfall, a turquoise waterfall, right? So you just allow that water, turquoise water, uh, allow the energy of that turquoise flame to permeate all of your light bodies, right? Get to know this energy. That is the number one number, uh, most important thing. This energy is going to feel a little bit funny, it's not necessarily the flame that a lot of people come in contact with on this planet because remember how I told you the turquoise is the energy of the divine feminine. Yeah. Not a lot of humans truly understand divine feminine on this planet. So it would feel a little funny, like in a good way, but like unknown and unfamiliar, right? It doesn't, definitely doesn't feel like an earthly energy. I, you know, it's it's sparkly, it's like chilly, it's a little bit cool. It's a very calm energy. Um, it is an energy of motherhood in many ways, right? When you're standing under that particular torrent, when you're standing under that particular waterfall, you would feel very loved and hugged and connected and like almost like you're the little baby in the cradle. That is the type of energy that it is. But it's again, it's very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it has like a very refreshing aspect to it. Um, almost ephemeral. Like it almost feels higher dimension. It's mm-hmm. like so pure mm-hmm. that you feel the energies of the turquoise flame are high vibrating, higher frequency. Yeah. But they're also very serene and peaceful and nurturing and understanding and forgiving turquoise flame is is kind of like green slash emerald flame meets white with a touch of blue that's kind of kind of like what it feels like but in its higher aspect so it's also a combination of of those like lower type energies or lower type aspects and so once you get to know this flame, what you want to do is um, kind of like step outside, remove yourself a little bit from the turquoise flame and allow it, you know, allow yourself to observe it, right? So you're standing in front of a waterfall 
It would feel like a mirror to you. If you've connected to the turquoise flame, you know, on the one hand, it is kind of like, you know, greenish, turquoise-ish, aquamarine-ish in color, depending on the hue that you're working with, with like, but it has a glare because a part of its aspect is this pearlescent white diamond type. It has a surface. So that flame, when you're connecting to it, is going to feel like a plasmic mirror that you can look into. Um, and so you want to examine, you know, your first, your emotional body for signs of anything that is being reflected in that mirror. It's not something that you can do, by the way, without the mirror. You're going to have to actually look, like imagine this little bubble that you're in. You're inside of the emotional body bubble. And you want to see, look at that bubble in the mirror, and you would see exactly where the impurities, imperfections, cracks, and where that stuck emotion is. And... um. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend, you know, something like this, like working with a turquoise flame in the way that serves you is not fast. The one thing that the feminine energy is not, is not, is not immediate. So the divine feminine energy always operates in your favor, but it is the energy that requires patience. And you would want to select one aspect that's stuck in your emotional body to work with. Unfortunately, you cannot work on all of them. So you're going to have to keep coming back to this meditation um, if you're starting to see results in your life, and you should. So you would want to select a particular aspect to work with. And you say you find something that's stuck in your emotional body. You want to take this piece out and um, envelop that, dress that up in the beautiful turquoise energy of this flame, right? And you want to obviously remove it from the membrane of your body and patch, patch that up with beautiful turquoise energy, smooth everything over. And then you want to examine that thing that you just took out. Now, if you do have clairvoyance or if you, you know, if your pineal gland is a little bit more active, right from there you could ask a question and you could ask to see what that aspect of you is that remained, you know, unseen to you. And uh, for about good 25-30% of you, you would get an immediate response. If not, do not worry. What you want to do is you want to send an intention out into the universe during this meditation for this blind spot of yours to be revealed to you. And it will be revealed through signs within a few weeks. Um, for instance, you know, you might... Uh, in, in a previous example that I mentioned about a, a lady with a victim mentality, 
all the time, this woman has no idea she's carrying, you know, it's almost like she has an energetic signature of a victim. So after this meditation, what would happen in her life, unless she got direct guidance, is she would be faced with a circumstance that spells it out to her very, very, um, in a very obvious way that she has that victim mentality. It's going to become very obvious to her. So that thing is going to move from the subconscious unknown shadow into a space of consciousness. So it'll show itself. It will reveal itself because that's what the, what the promise of the turquoise flame is. It makes certain hidden, broken aspects, aspects that are not hidden anymore. Now, is that going to heal that whole thing? No, but that is the first step to healing. The first step to healing any kind of generational trauma, past life trauma, even early, early age trauma is to even be aware that it's there, mm-hmm. right? And that would, you know, jumpstart you on that healing journey. And by the way, you can do the same thing with the turquoise flame. You can do the same thing with your mental body because, and that um, with mental, with the mental body, you would be healing things like your beliefs, like your belief system, uh, or your like your hidden, um, like little hidden rules that you live by that you are not aware. Like very often things that, for instance, prevent us from prospering or, you know, from abundance or the beliefs that we hold around, you know, money, uh, you know, what it means to be rich, what it means to, to, to have what you, you know, what you want. And very often there's a lot of negativity and negative connotations about that. But like if you hold those, for instance, you know, the turquoise flame would reflect that back at you. And bring the hidden aspects into their very obvious state. Like you would be able to, you would basically come full, uh, you would be faced head on with, with those aspects of yourself, with those negative beliefs. And then ultimately it, it's all a choice, right? Up to you. Like you would, you would have a chance to rewrite those beliefs. Mm-hmm. Got it. And um, I would also like to talk about the prosperity because you mentioned that it's also a flame of prosperity. Like, how how does it work in this case? Like, how could you use uh, this flame to um, get to the state of prosperity? Yeah. So you would want to examine your relationship with prosperity and abundance. And the way to do that is you would need to... Uh, inside of a meditation space, you would want to imagine a meadow. Uh, And, you know, being in the meadow or being in the field. And you want to pay attention to what your personal inner field looks like. Or it could also be a garden. You know, it doesn't really matter. Like, uh, there, there are many aspects that we could explore. Let's you mean like a garden inside this metal? Yeah, you know what? I'm, now that I'm thinking about it, a garden might be a better analogy. Mm-hmm. So you would want to, in a meditative state, imagine yourself inside of a garden. Um, that is your personal garden, you know, and you want to walk around that garden and you want to pay attention what it has and what it doesn't have. You know, there is somewhere inside of you that there is there is this prosperity garden. 
Um, and if you, in a meditative state, ask your mind to take you to your prosperity garden or prosperity meadow, it'll take you there. And you would know, you know, you would be able to examine what it looks like. So for those people that have prosperity, you would interestingly notice that your garden is very luscious. It's full of fruit. It's full of greenery, right? So basically your prosperity garden internally, energetically would reflect what you're probably already seeing in your life. So if in your life you're experiencing lack of things, lack of something, that must be reflected in your internal garden as above, so below. Uh, a, a very ancient principle. So, you know, for people who have negative, negative beliefs around prosperity, your garden is probably going to be unattended. So it would, you know, it would not be bearing too much fruit. Its soil would probably be bare. It might be very dry. Some of you might end up uh, actually seeing a desert with sand instead of a garden, you know. Um, in a very, very healthy garden, right, what prosperity looks and feels like is, A, you must have the sun. So you want to pay attention to the weather in your prosperity garden. Is it raining? Is it stormy? Is it winter time? <laughs> if it's winter time, you got to fix it. Your prosperity garden must be in perpetual summer mode, like the Garden of Eden, right? right. So you want to pay attention to the weather. You want to pay attention to the season, right? That's one. Two, you want to pay attention to how many different plants grow in there. If you are in a desert and no plants grow in there, bad news. You have to do a lot of work in prosperity. If it feels like a very luscious green garden with a lot of trees that bear a lot of fruit and berries and flowers and everything you could imagine, that's great news. Third, your garden needs to have access to water. Very important. You need to examine what body of water your garden has or doesn't have. A lot of the garden set and a lot of people that have issues around prosperity are not going to have a body of water accessible. Some might have like a little baby pond with muddy water. Some might have salty water. Arguably, salty water is not the best for nurturing a garden. Some might have um, a well that has been dried up, you know, and, and basically, again, like that would be a reflection of where you are in life. Water is energy of prosperity. Now, regardless of where you are uh, in your prosperity garden, the turquoise flame can help you get to a much, much, much better place, right? Um, first, we can start by changing the seasons in your garden, and that's actually quite easy to do. You don't even need the um, turquoise flame for that. So again, the prosperity and abundance equals summer. Summer is summer, maybe like that summer turning into early fall, which is harvest season. But it's still the very warm weather, right? Very warm weather, everything lushes green. That's what you want to have in your garden. So change that, right? Get into the perfect season. If, you're, um, if you don't see the sun in your garden, find the sun 
will place the sun inside the garden. What you want to use the turquoise flame for is the water aspect of the garden and the fruit aspect of the garden. So if your garden doesn't have luscious fruit, if your garden doesn't have access to water, turquoise flame is your savior, right? Now, how would you get the turquoise flame inside of your garden? Any way that feels good to you. You could uncover that actually somewhere inside of your garden, there is a stream, an undercurrent, an underground stream that if you know, if you were to dig it up a little bit, you would be able to find access to those beautiful turquoise waters that, you know, bring in the energy of life and prosperity and abundance to your whole life, to every aspect of your garden. And then you want to allow that beautiful water to cover the, the ground and the, the soil of your whole garden whether that was a desert before, whether it was a soil that was malnourished, you just want to allow the energy of the divine nurturing feminine motherhood, uh, fertility to take hold in your garden. And then you want to allow that energy to help create fruit for your garden. Grow whatever beautiful trees that are missing. Are you missing an apricot tree, an apple tree? Would you like to grow... Um, grapes, you get to grow whatever aspect you're missing, right? And you can totally, totally, totally leverage that divine feminine turquoise energy to help you get there instantly. So where you want to live your garden of prosperity is in its most luscious green state yet. What that changes is your vibration around prosperity, and when you develop a much healthier relationship with prosperity, it will start being reflected in your life. So that's like a, a meditation around prosperity that you can use for the, for the turquoise flame. Got it. And uh, could you please like, help me to understand uh, how this meditation connects you to like 3D and how you start attracting attracting prosperity like what powers or like what energies help you to do that well it's tending to your prosperity garden uh your prosperity garden like i said as above so below so yeah. within your body whether that's physical emotional doesn't matter within one of your bodies there is a place where is your there is your center of prosperity mm -hmm. and that whatever is the state of that center and we can imagine as a garden or i could have come up with a different analogy it doesn't really matter the state of that prosperity is actually a frequency yeah so if it is in state of disuse and disarray and neglect your outside circumstance would attract the same kind of energy i see yeah. so that is your vibration around prosperity Every single one of you has it. So as soon as you increase your vibrations oh. of prosperity, you have to start attracting the same energy. You, so you're always attracting that energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, not only are you always attracting, you're always transmuting. Right. So until you change your relationship with prosperity, what you're going out there into the physical world and saying is, 
in essence, I don't need prosperity. I'm fine being famished and malnourished and unsupported. And I don't need the divine mother to take care of me. I'm okay. And then you might have all kinds of negative rubbish beliefs like rich people are murderers and <laughs> money is dirty and, and, and you know, whatnot. Like, by the way, abundance doesn't just have to be about money, right? Yeah. Abundance is do you, do you have opportunities in your life that you wish you did? Do you have enough friends and enough people that nurture you, inspire you, and make you feel alive, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? For some people, prosperity means a lot of travel. Right? It doesn't really matter. But like if you're if your prosperity center, wherever that lives in your body, and by the way, in different people lives in different places. For some people, their prosperity center is gonna be in the mental body, for some it's gonna be an emotional body. Uh, so you know, it, it, it actually travels, so to say, or it's it's not a static place. But whether you realize it or not. You have been transmuting a particular frequency around abundance all of your life. You are an antenna that has been giving away a certain signal into your 3D universe around prosperity. Because prosperity is energy. It's all it is. I mean, everything in this world is energy. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So it, it's kind of like a string on a guitar, you know, like your body is comprised of multiple strings, and one of the strings is responsible for whether you have abundance in your life or not. Let's call it the abundance string. And if that string is not tuned in to the frequency of abundance, what it would always manifest in your life is the lack of it, is the lack of things that you need. Got it. It's pretty simple. It's incredibly simple. Yeah. So if you vibrate the, like, level one you attract level number one if you vibrate at level number 10 you attract level number 10 kind of got it that makes sense yeah thank you so much for sharing this information okay so now i'm going to end our session i'm very grateful for the information you provided us today i'm asking the higher self to receive to where it belongs with much love and much thanks for the help and information it has been given us today. I know that uh, Maria is really going to appreciate it. Now I want all the consciousness and personality of Maria to once again return and fully integrate back into the body completely.